welcome back to a super special edition of the Major League Podcast here on Crossover Radio Sports. Thank you for your patience, everybody. I'm sorry. Last week was more of a, I am moving into a house, and I have not been really productive here with my wife with uh, helping her out with that. So apologies for the week delay. Um, I, I definitely wanted to get that sorted out, and then uh, definitely wanted to get a good production for the last show of the OT, which will probably, probably never come back as long as I am with Crossover Radio. This is going to be my primary show. So if you were from the OT and you were listening in, and you have now moved over to our to my podcast, welcome in. I really appreciate you. If you want to listen to this, I've got plenty of episodes out. I am on Google or Apple uh, podcast. Um, I'm also on a plethora of other ones. I don't have them pulled up at the moment. I'll get them pulled up before the next segment. But thank you for listening in. This is the Major League Podcast. This is the champion of shows. Welcome. And in case you're new, I talk all sports, every sport. Anything that uh, I consider to be something that is amazingly important in the world of sports. So... Welcome. Welcome in. I appreciate y'all listening. It, it, it's fun. I enjoy everything that I do here, um, especially with this radio station here with Crossover Radio and Crossover Radio Sports. Um, getting to do something that I love, and that's talk sports. Uh, not everybody gets that opportunity. I mean, a lot of people get out and they just do podcasts, but a lot of them fail because they don't have the listening audience that that I have here with Crossover Radio Sports. So thank you guys. Thank you for listening to some of my ridiculous statements, and thanks for listening in. I really do appreciate it, and we might even start doing a drive here pretty soon to where we can actually upgrade my equipment to where I'm not doing it in my office room that's right next to where my wife sleeps or out in my sunroom that's echoey. And maybe we can just get it done here in my garage and we can get everything all set up and everything all ready to go. And I can give you guys quality content every night instead of just taking a random week off without letting you guys know. But hey, thanks for sticking with me, guys. I really do appreciate it. So if you're listening in, this is technically Thursday morning. So we have got college football on Thursday. Yes, that's right. We've got some college football games that we're going to get to. We're going to talk about week five of college football. I'm going to give you some of my favorite matchups, some of my favorite games coming up. Um, I'm going to give you guys kind of an insight on who I would consider my top five for the Heisman. And then today, and this is all going to be today's episode. It's college football. I'll give you guys Thursday night football. I'll give you that. I mean, it's Thursday night football. It's not a good product anyway, so... Um, We'll talk about it. We'll get into all of this stuff here. But, guys, we are in the official content time of the Major League Podcast here as we are talking college football. As today, we have Navy going to Memphis. It is a 2-0 team playing a 3-0 team. Memphis, who is a 10.5-point favorite, they are playing at 7 p.m. tonight. So, guys, this is going to be a fun game to watch. If you don't watch Navy, um, they don't pass the ball much. 16 times on the year, actually. So, just to let you know how much they don't. they All all the service academies run the triple option. Army runs it the best. I would probably say Navy's the second best at that, and then Air Force is right behind them. But so far, they're all proving to be really, really good 
football teams for the service academies uh, going on right now. So um, what this looks like here is this game is going to be a battle of balance on one side and ball control on other. So it's going to be important to see who gets the main um, time of possession. When you look at it total yard wise, Navy actually has more total yards per game than Memphis does is they have almost 500 they're about a half yard short from having 500 total yards per game on their average and Memphis averages 489 yards uh, just point uh, just point three yards of uh, averaging uh, 490 so they're they're pretty close uh, 10 yards 10 yards a game is not really anything that we can look at and we can say oh yeah well this is this is actually quite impressive but no both these teams are going to be really good uh, really, really fun to watch, actually. Um, as you look at the last five here for uh, Memphis, they lost their last two games, uh, last two regular season games, last um, last two. Uh, hold on. Pull up their actual schedule here. So who Memphis has played and who they've beaten? Well, they beat Old Miss in a pretty low-scoring game in a game that was actually really fun to watch. 15-10, uh, to 10, they beat Old Miss. Um... And then they they hosted Old Miss. Then they hosted, um, I believe this is just Southern, and they won 55-24. And then they played uh, San Antonio. They went to San Antonio and won 42-6. to So, listen, these guys can move the ball. They can score. Um, in each of the games, their quarterback, White, has led in passing. Um, well, this might just be their stats. Uh, that might not be the full... Um, on that, but either way, when you're averaging almost 500 yards of offense, you're doing something right. They average 37.3 points per game. They allow 13.3 per uh, per game. Um, they both basically give up the same total amount of yards. Um, looks like Army, or sorry, it looks like Navy gives up more yards passing as they give up uh, 152 and a half yards per game. Uh, they don't let teams run the ball on them. So I think that's where Memphis is going to have the advantage. But when it comes to ball control, you're going to want to find that balance and you're going to want to be able to do it. Um, so I think Memphis is going to have a slight edge as far as balance and overall. Uh, be able to take deep shots when they need to. Play action passes is going to be something that they'll be able to take advantage of that Navy does not necessarily take advantage of except for super, super special um, situation. So it'll be super interesting to watch this game. I actually expect this to be uh, the best game of all of the non-Saturday games. Um, so Friday um, Friday night, you got four games. You've got uh, Duke and Virginia Tech. Duke going to Virginia Tech. That's going to be on ESPN. By the way, the Navy-Memphis game will be on ESPN at 7 o'clock. Um, the Friday games, Duke-Virginia. I expect that to be a pretty good game, but it's an ACC game, and I... That, ACC is just so hard for me to watch because the football there, unless you're named Clemson, is not good. It's really not good. Um, then the other game, uh, number 12, Penn State goes to Maryland. Uh, Penn State, who's 3-0, and Maryland, who's 2-1. Uh, that's going to be on Fox Sports 1 at 7 o'clock. Um, and so what I know all of you all will do, because this is what I would do if I were in your shoes, is you're going to mute the TV because the people on TV talking, eh, they're not very good. And you're going to go download the Crossover Radio Sports app or the Crossover Radio app, and you're going to turn on the Bethany High School Broncos, or you're going to turn on the Putnam City Pirates, and you're going to listen to us, and you're going to listen to Crossover Radio and the high school teams that you guys support. 
Um, so that's definitely going to be something there. And I'm also, if you hear any buzzing or anything, I do have my new tablet up in front of me. Um, and I'm still getting alerts for the Cardinals game. That's how late that I'm recording this. But it is Thursday for me. So um, that game's tied going into the 12th. Um, really good pitching matchup there. Nobody wants to hit the ball today, apparently. So um, back to football. Um, but I actually... Penn State's only a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Um, let's get to the Duke-Virginia uh, Duke Tech game here real quick. Um, so Duke is a three-point underdog in this game, and they actually played Alabama for the first half. They played them really, really close, and I was actually really impressed with how Duke played the first half before uh, Alabama decided to wake up. Um, listen, don't be surprised if you see Duke win this game. Um, Duke averages more points they give up just a little bit more points um to uh total but they're both not very good defenses so this is going to be a fun game to watch i think duke is going to actually win this game um i'm actually going to go ahead and tonight and pick duke to upset virginia tech um i just think they're a better pro style kind of team that can actually beat virginia tech so that's kind of my opinion on that that's what i think um but definitely let me know uh, what you guys think on the picks on this. Um, the other game is actually going to be another service academy. There, um, it's Air Force hosting San Jose State. Air Force, who's a 19 and a half point favorite, I think they'll not only cover it, they might double it. That's how much I believe in Air Force over San Jose State. Uh, San Jose State, who is coming off a monstrous win over Arkansas, a huge win for that program. They had a pep rally yesterday, or on Tuesday. A pep rally about them beating Arkansas. They're going to be really high on the fact that they beat Arkansas, and they're not going to pay attention. They may lose by, gosh, what what would, uh, they're going to lose by a lot. I think they're going to lose by a lot. This is not going to be a very good game to watch. If you're on CBS Sports Network, just don't watch this game. It, it's not going to be very good. And on on CBS Sports Network anyway, you should be paying attention to track, or you should just not turn that on. You should turn on NBC Sports Network, and you should be watching uh, track and field nationals, uh, or not nationals, but world championships. So um, that's what you should be doing if that's the case. But I wouldn't be surprised if Air Force wins by 40. I really want it. I, I, I just have no faith in San Jose State to cover this game, to even play it close. Um, they could surprise all of us. They have a 10.2% chance according to the uh, to ESPN's uh, Football Power Index. So it'll be interesting, but I don't think Air Force is going to throw five interceptions to San Jose State. Um, so I, it's... It'll be interesting to watch. We'll say that. Um, and then the last undefeated hope here for the Pac-12. Um, they are playing on Friday night at 9.30 p.m., so you can actually watch that game after you're done. Uh, you can turn the volume up on your TV because I expect both high school high school games to be either wrapping up to where you have an okay, okay understanding of who's going to win that game um, on both sides. Um, but this game is going to be Arizona State at Cal. Cal is a five-point favorite at home. This is going to be on. This is going to be an ESPN game as well. I'm going to tell you guys, I'm not very. I keep going against Cal because they don't impress me. Like when you watch them play, they're just not impressive. Now, however, I will say this: um, when Cal played um, at Old Miss, Old Miss A should have had a touchdown review. So 
the refs actually kind of messed up on that in general. They should have reviewed the touchdown. But listen, here's why I'm not very high on Cal. When you give up 366 and a half yards per game, you're not going to be able to get away with that against uh, Herm Edwards. Herm's going to get. He's going to make sure. Herm's going to make sure he gets points. Oh, sorry about that. Um, Herm's going to make sure he gets points on the board. I know you may look at it and go, he only averages 22 and a half points per game. His last game, well, you got to take in consideration, A, he played Michigan State and beat him 10 to 7. So, Herm Edwards is going to have this team ready. I think they're going to be really, really ticked off. They lost to Colorado 34-31. Um, but I, I'm going to actually take Herm Edwards over Cal. Um, I'm, I'm going to take him to win straight up. Um, and I would say if you're one that likes doing the betting thing, I would go under. I don't think it's going to go over 40 um, total on the game. But, hey, it's the Pac-12. I didn't think UCLA could score more than 20 points, and they scored 67 last week and upset West Washington, uh, Washington State. So we'll definitely take a look on that and see. But uh, So, again, my, thir- my Thursday and Friday night picks for the college game, um, I'm going Memphis. Yeah, I'm going Memphis, I'm going Duke, I'm going Penn State, I'm going Air Force, and I'm going Arizona State. Um, So, guys, it's going to be good football. Any football is good football, but I also know that on the Friday games, what you guys are going to do is mute your TV. You're going to download, and and you should go ahead and just download the Crossover Radio or Crossover Radio Sports app so you can listen to either Bethany, uh, the Bethany Broncos, or your Putnam City original Pirates. Now, to give you kind of an idea of who they'll be playing this week, I'm actually pulling up their schedule right now. Um, so Bethany will be playing. And again, there's the uh, some more updates there that you guys might be hearing, and that's going to be my new tablet, and I'm getting score updates for the Cardinals. Paul Goldschmidt, who just hit home run, top of the 13th, they now lead 12 to 1. Uh, the Cardinals do um, going into the bottom of the 13th here. So, uh, sorry about that. It's always. Okay, so they will be playing. This isn't the Bethany Broncos. There they are, the Bethany Broncos. So, you can listen to Bethany on Crossover Radio. Um. And who they will be playing this week is they beat Kingfisher last week, so they will be playing 4A Blanchard. So this is actually going to be uh, getting into district games. So they are in uh, 4A-2. So these, these are district games. These actually matter tenfold over the other games that they were playing. But they do get Blanchard at 730, and you can listen to that right here on Crossover Radio um, on the on the mothership station crossover radio and then who i i can already tell you who we got um but on crossover radio sports right here on this station that you're listening to my show on on friday night what you guys can do and what i expect you guys to do because you guys are awesome you guys are the best listening group on the planet um on friday at 7 p.m PCO Pirates will be going to PC West 
to play their game. Now, listen, I know you're going to sit there and go, Jake, why should I care about a team that got 72 hung on them? They're on a 12, uh, what is it, a 4, 8, 12 quarter holdout on scoring. And also, why should I care about a team that's given up 50, 35, and 72 in back-to-back-to-back games? They can't get on the board. They give up a lot of points. Here, let me tell you something, guys. This is this is probably going to be a super winnable game for PCO. This is a game where they're going to get confidence. So, I'm going to encourage you guys, listen in so we can fire the cannons. So you can hear Phil, Ian, myself, and uh, Zach will all probably be screaming like idiots from the booth. But, listen, guys, this is the best chance you're going to get to hear us say fire the cannons in in the most winnable game that they'll probably have all year um, here against PC West. Listen, everybody who they've played so far, PC North playoff team, Sand Springs playoff team, Bixby, best team in the state, probably going to be state champions. So they've played three playoff teams, and they've just absolutely gotten squashed. So they know where they stand against playoff teams and what they need to do and what it looks like. They have an idea of what it looks like. The younger guys do, at least. So... All they need to do now at this point is take care of business against PC West, get some confidence, go against Choctaw. Uh, They get Choctaw Midwest City at home, get some confidence against PC West, beat PC West, and have the potential of getting confidence of going playing Choctaw and Midwest City and fire more cannons, win some more games. So there we go, guys. So there there you have it. I went a little long on this segment, but that that was on purpose. I wanted you guys to kind of get the uh, excitement from me for uh, PCO. I really want to see him win a game. I really want to see him score points. I want to have fun during these games. I'm, I'm kind of tired of scratching my head and going, oh, gosh, this this team, oh. But, but then again, we got to take who they're playing in consideration. And that's the same thing. If you're, if you're San Jose State, if you're Maryland, if you're Navy – Uh, Well, not so much Navy, but San Jose State and Maryland. These teams look good, and these are going to be tests for you this week to see where you stand against some of the better teams in the nation. Cal, they're going to get a real test against a real team that's going to be able to look at them in the eyeballs and say, bring it, we'll bring it too. So, guys, this has been Crossover Radio Sports, sports talk with a person. You've been listening to the Major League Podcast. So what we're going to do is if you're listening on uh, Crossover Radio Sports, you're going to hear a commercial break. If you're listening in on any of the other podcast locations, hey, while I uh, take this small little break, go download the Crossover Radio Sports app. Listen to all of our great content that we have here. And um, also download – while you're there, you just might as well download the Crossover Radio app as well. that one's just spelled out Crossover Radio. I believe the uh, Crossover Radio Sports app is CR Sports. So go download those two apps from your dedicated app store and uh, get get some of the best content from actual people who don't have an agenda of something to talk about. Listen, I'm going to talk Oklahoma. I'm going to talk Oklahoma State. I'm going to talk Tulsa. I'm going to talk any sport, every sport on this on this uh, on this podcast. So, guys, definitely give us a chance. Give us a listen. Let's get this uh, radio station growing some big time and definitely get us over the hump. So, guys, this has been the Major League Podcast. We'll be back right after this break.
welcome back here. You're listening to the Major League Podcast here on Crossover Radio Sports. Sports talk with purpose. If you're listening to the last segment, you listen to me break down some of the best or break down the pre-weekend games here for the college football weekend coming up. And you also got to hear me uh, break down a little bit of some pep talk here for the PCO Pirates on what they can potentially do to get some points on the board. So what you're going to be getting this segment, this is football day here for the Major League Podcast. Tomorrow's mornings, we'll be talking about track and field world championships just to kind of give you guys a preview of what's coming up tomorrow. Um, I have already given you guys all of my favorites uh, to win, um, and I expect the USA to win the 4 by one the 4 by 4 on the men's side. I expect Jamaica to win the 4 by one on the women's side, and I'm going to go ahead and take America on the 4 by 4 as well so um guys this is just an awesome opportunity uh to watch some sports um that aren't you know the same kind of thing that you're expecting every every time it's a different format it's different it's awesome it's track and field it's the best sport on the planet i don't really care what you guys think about uh football baseball basketball it doesn't really matter what you think of soccer um track and field is the kingpin kingpin of sports and let me tell you why um You can be Max Kellerman and have just awful opinions about what track and field really is, and it's still awful opinions, but track and field, what track and field is, is it's a dedication to building your body for one event for an entire year, or if you're a distance runner, multiple events, Um, and you tear yourself down to build yourself back up, and in off-season, you build yourself down, pre-season, you build yourself up. And then throughout the year, you train for one time. And that one time for a lot of these athletes is starting on Friday. So guys, I'll, I'll be giving you updates. I'm probably going to be super annoying with the track and field. I don't really care. It's my podcast, my sports talk. If you guys don't want to hear it, make your own and give me, you know, hit me up on Twitter and I'll, I'll get you in contact with Nate and you can do your own sports show. So there you go. Or if you do have a sports show and you are listening to me, Hey, hit me up anyway, and I'll get you in contact and we can get you some, uh, radio audience there. <laughs> All righty. So guys, um, we're going to go ahead and hit the, uh, Oklahoma, Tulsa, Oklahoma state, big 12 game of the week and NCAA game of the week, in my opinion for the game of the week. So if you guys don't like what I think too bad, deal with it. I forgot to start the uh, background music. Hold on. Alrighty, so there we go. So, yes, that is the CBS music. No, I don't really care. I am shameless. I will use whatever background music I I deem is possibly the best because I like it. I'm, I'm a big fan of the CBS music. A lot of people don't really like it. And I don't know why. It uh, means there's college football, so I don't understand how you can't like it. So we're going to start with Oklahoma State. They are hosting number 24, Kansas State. Kansas State, who has looked like a dominant team. They have the best win in the Big 12. They are easily one of the best defenses in the nation. I think I was looking it up, and I think I saw that Kansas State was up in the top 10. If it wasn't defensive, it was overall because their defense has been playing that good, and that's in the S&P Plus information. Not all of that information is out because we're in week five, and that actually starts gathering in week seven. So they wait seven weeks, gather all the information, provide you with all the information. So um, I, I deem it as a good stat to look at because it is a good stat to look at. And honestly, if you don't look at S&P Plus, you're kind of crazy. 
Um, so here we go. So the quarterback matchup is Skylar Thompson versus Spencer Sanders. Skylar Thompson, who's still an inaccurate quarterback, um, is actually having a fantastic year. And so is the running, uh, the running offense for Kansas State here as well. Um, I'll, I'll tell you what, that North Dakota State staff, we were wondering how they would do in Division One football. Hey, those guys are for real. They can coach. Everybody from that head coach down to the uh, down to the uh, strength and conditioning coach, those guys are elite. I don't really care what you say. Um, that guy, uh, that uh, Kevin, uh, Klein, Coach Klein, might not last very long at Kansas State. I wasn't very high on Kansas State last year, and I wasn't very high on them this year. But let me tell you guys something. They are legit. They are the so far. They have the best one in the Big 12. They have the best looking team so far, uh, based on who they've played. Yeah, you can sit there and tell me Texas looked however they looked against uh, whatever team you want to use, but they have not looked like what Kansas State has looked like. Kansas State on both sides of the ball looks like they can go and they'll give Texas and Oklahoma problems. So don't be surprised if you see uh, Kansas State win this game. And actually, I'm going to go ahead and take Kansas State to win this game. Um, this is a 6 o'clock kick on Friday, or on Saturday, I'm sorry. And this will be on ESPN+. Plus. So if you guys pay for ESPN+, Plus, that's where that game's going to be. Or if you happen to know somebody, go hang out at their house, you know, have, have a cookout, get some barbecue going, get some, you know, really good food going, because we're in Oklahoma. We're all about that life. And, you know, watch Oklahoma State. I'm going to pick Oklahoma State to lose. It's not because I don't like Oklahoma State, but I really like I really like Kansas State. I, I really like what they're doing defensively. I really, really like what they're doing offensively. Um, and, and the problem is Oklahoma State defensively is still averaging right on the money, 415 yards total offense given up. And I know it's probably not fair to say that their defense is – struggling or not very good. They have the talent to be really good defensively. They're just not very good up front. And what Kansas is, or what Kansas State is, is really good up front. Kansas State is going to attack Oklahoma State's front seven. They're going to attack that front seven. So they're going to have to dedicate already a safety or two into the box so they can stop Kansas State's run game. They're going to have to do that. Oklahoma State's going to have to get away from the three-man front because when you're playing power run teams, having not very many guys on the line of scrimmage is a terrible idea. Take it from me, an Oklahoma fan who had to deal with that with Mike Stoops against power run teams. Ohio State, Georgia, Texas, all of these teams, Kansas State, the differences in this Kansas State team from this year to last year is they have confidence. They are a very confident group, and this is why I'm taking Oklahoma or I'm taking Kansas State over Oklahoma State. When you look at the point spread, you look at the over under. You're going to say, "Wow, that's a 60 and a half points for your over under is kind of really high for a Kansas State team to try and match." I don't think it's going to hit 60 points. I would take the under. I would take Kansas State to cover, um, and this is why. Um, Typically, when you're at home in the NFL, you're already a three-point favorite. That, that's just how it works. So when you look at it in the college game, I don't see it too much different. You're usually touchdown, somewhere between a field goal and a touchdown favorite automatically if you take names away from it and you just say, hey, this team, Team B is going to Team A, uh, to Team A's stadium to play a road game. You're already probably just a three-point favorite. So you look at it, they're only a one-and-a-half-point favorite if you really break it down. 
I would take Kansas State to win outright, and I would take the under because this game is not going to go very high scoring. Listen, Oklahoma State might be able to match Kansas Kansas State, but the difference is going to be Oklahoma State's defense in the fourth quarter is going to be broken, and they are going to be tired because Kansas State is going to run the ball down their throat, and they are going to forcefully run it down their throat. And listen, Coach Klein might even open it up, and this might actually be a high-scoring game. It has that potential because you do, we don't really know about Kansas uh, Kansas offensively outside the fact that they're ball, they're physical and they run the ball really well. Like I, I I've never been more impressed with the Kansas State team through three games. They're uh, three and zero. They dominated Mississippi State. Which when you think about Mississippi State, what are they on the line of scrimmage? They're physical, and Kansas State out physicaled. Mississippi State at the line of scrimmage, which is crazy to think to me because typically when you think of Big 12 teams, they're not really all that physical. It's usually Kansas, or not Kansas, it's usually Texas. It's, uh, it's, uh, uh, TCU. It's been Baylor here recently. Kansas State's kind of been hit and miss on that. Baylor's kind of hit and miss. They're always kind of a physical team, but they're, there's not one team outside of Texas and um, and TCU who's just physical on the defensive line and physical on the offensive line. And you can take TCU out as far as the offensive line. They haven't really been that here for a hot minute. But Oklahoma's that other uh, offensive line physicality team. That's the only other line in the Big 12 that you look at and go, that line is physical maulers and they just absolutely want, absolutely want to run you over. Those are about the only teams and and their units that you can look at and go, yeah, those those dudes are physical. Kansas State has matched that this year. Kansas State Kansas State's for real, guys. I would not be shocked to look up and they beat Texas. I would not be shocked if you look up and they beat Oklahoma. Like they're good. They've got good coaching behind them. The guy has multiple national title rings in a playoff system and a 16-team playoff system. So let that sink in for a minute. Oklahoma State's going to struggle in this game. So, Oklahoma State fans, I'm just letting you know, you guys aren't going to have an easy time here with Kansas State. You guys are going to find out what your team's made of. Mike Gundy is going to have to not not run dumb plays on fourth and one or do the worst possible um, fake field goal in NCAA history to try and win this game. He's going to have to coach out of his mind because there is already a mismatch. There's a guy that has rings for national championships, not Big 12 championships, national championships. Listen, those are hard to win on any level. I don't care who you are. Should Mike Gundy have a national championship ring? Yeah, probably, because I think his uh, 2011 team would have beaten the brakes off LSU. I personally think that. But they didn't get there because they couldn't handle their business at Iowa State. And that's the only game they had to handle their business, and they didn't do it. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see. It's, it's going to be a physical game on at least one side of the ball. Um, Oklahoma State's offense and, and Kansas State's defense, that line of scrimmage is going to be interesting to, interesting to watch because Oklahoma State's offensive line lost the physicality game against Texas. So it's going to be interesting to see how they rebound. Um, so that's going to be the first thing that you guys need to watch is going to be on Oklahoma State's offensive line, Kansas State's defensive line, who's winning the physical battle. If Oklahoma State's offensive line wins the physical battle for the majority of the game, this might hit the 16.5 points. 
but don't be surprised if you're looking at this game and it's 35-21 in the fourth quarter, Kansas State's leading. I would probably go ahead and say Kansas State, that, that, that might be a final score, 35-21. And it's not because I don't think Oklahoma State can't score the ball. It's because they're not going to have a lot of opportunities to score the ball. Listen, Oklahoma struggled against a, 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 a team last year, an Army, that was possession-based. Listen, Kansas State's not any different. They're still possession-based. You go watch North Dakota State and you watch Kansas State, it's the same offense. North Dakota State is able to control the clock and teams play at their pace. And I think Kansas State's going to do that to Oklahoma State. And Oklahoma State's going to have to find a way to adjust when they're playing to their opponent's speed. All right, guys, so that um, I know went a little long on Oklahoma State. So we're going to take a quick break here on Crossover Radio Sports. Um, and we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some Oklahoma football. Uh, I'm going to tell you guys what I think about Texas Tech and the Alan Bowman-less Texas Tech squad that's going to be playing at 11 o'clock on Fox on Saturday. So, guys, this has been Crossover Radio Sports, sports with a sports talk with a purpose. This has been the Major League Podcast. I'll see you guys on the other side. Crossover Radio Sports. This is the Major League Podcast. This is the Champion of Shows. Hey, thanks for listening in today on a super special edition where it's the college football edition. Uh, We'll end with uh, some... uh, We'll we'll end with some uh, NFL Thursday night before I jump off this uh, broadcast here, but... Hey, thanks for listening in today, guys. It's been a, so far, it's been a fun show. I love breaking down football games here um, as I'm starting to get a little bit better understanding of how football games should be operated from the vantage point of breaking football games down um, as I'm watching PCO this year from the press box. So it's been different. It's been fun. Um, it's been a lot of analyzing a game differently than how I usually do as a fan. I don't do that usually a lot with Oklahoma games until after the fact. So let me tell you guys a little bit here about Texas Tech. Um, and I'm going to tell you a little bit about Oklahoma here as well, too. So two teams that have played three games. 
but before I do that, just a reminder here, guys. Um, track and field Nash, uh, world championships are on their way um, starting on Friday. Um, and if you have the NBC Sports Network app or if you have access to it with either Cox or um, YouTube TV or whoever you use for your, uh, for your entertainment value, um, hey, go watch that. Um, this is some of the, these are the best athletes in the world. Um, and I and literally world from everywhere across the na- from the globe except Antarctica. Everybody is represented there, and it's going to be an awesome, awesome time to watch. As these are some these are some of the best athletes, period, anywhere. So uh, I, I'm going to challenge you guys. Go ahead and go ahead and watch that. And I just got an update as the. Uh, as the Diamondbacks and Cardinals are tied at two. Um, Diamondbacks looking like they're probably going to win this game. Um, actually, the inning just then. So they're going to the top of the 14th. So if you're watching that game, hey, marathon winners here. <laughs> Alrighty, so uh, another programming note here, guys. Um, I will be back on every day. I kind of got everything from last week all squared out, so you don't have to worry about me about missing anything you you haven't missed anything i just had some had some home things that i was doing i just moved into a new house just before i started the podcast so i had things that i had to do that uh i wasn't going to be able to do this podcast and i wasn't going to be able to do it well and i was kind of burned out a little bit last week so um it was kind of nice to take a refreshing break from it and uh and when i say burnout it's just kind of from from work and from doing uh, and with as much as I pay attention to sports and with as crazy as work has been, and it's, I, I just would not have been crisp here for you guys. And, and you guys deserve my best, not my half best. So here I am. I'm back. I'm refreshed. I'm ready to go. I'm sorry it took all the way till Thursday to get this done. But, hey, it's when life gets crazy, you just kind of have to roll with it. Um, and, again, if uh, you are a loyal listener previously of the OT with – uh, either Nate and DB or big, uh, with big Nate and DB with big Nate, DB and the major or DB, the major or DB, the major, and uh, the natural, that show is no longer a thing. Um, I am the lone survivor, um, of the OT, me and Nate are. Um, so I'm the lone survivor that does a sports podcast. Um, Nate does an awesome job with behind the badge. So, uh, you guys definitely should give that a listen. Um, so it, it's guys, we have so much good content. I, I could spend a whole segment talking about each of our shows and about how you guys should be listening in. Um, so I might just, I might just, uh, <laughs> I mean, I probably should, um, anyway, uh, with the crossover radio sports, uh, shows, but guys, there, there's just no reason for you not to listen into to crossover radio sports. If you're listening to me on a podcast, Hey, listen, just get into the, uh, just, just start doing it. I mean, there's just no reason to, uh, not listen to some of our awesome shows that we have. Um, you, you guys got excessive celebration with Billy and Scott. You guys can listen to, uh, again, like I mentioned, uh, behind the badge with, uh, big Nate. He does that on crossover radio. Go download, go download the crossover radio show, uh, radio and listen to them. Uh, you can listen to sports uh, DNA with Daniel and Andrew. Um, Thunder things with Thunder guys. I mean, there's just so many to get into. You got Ian Nickel doing the Nickel coverage, um, and then we got another show that we just that just became a thing. And I'm trying to find him. 
um, on Friday nights after the football games, you can also listen to the Friday night finals. Uh, those guys do a 1,000% awesome job with that. Um, and it's the coaches show. Um, let me find him here real quick. But it's uh, Zach who uh, who does pre-post and uh, pre pre-post and halftime with me um, during Friday night. He, he joins there. He joins us there. And, guys, I'm just telling you, it's a good time. It, 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 it really is. Um, just listening to all the different shows that we have here. Um, so it is Inside the Coach's Box with Zach. Uh, Zach uh, Minky is how I think you say his name. It's on Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, 12 to noon on Crossover Radio Sports. So, guys, hey, listen into it, man. Um, it's it's freaking awesome. Everything that we have is great content. Listen in. It, it, it's really in your best interest to do it. If you're listening to my podcast on Spotify or Google Play or Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, hey, just take a moment because you'll have a moment. You'll have plenty of those moments in your day. Go download the Crossover Radio Sports app, CR Sports, or if you're at work and you can't really download or listen to radio um, apps on your phone, hey, we have a website. It's crsports.org. Get all your sports talk in at work or you know if you don't want to listen to sports and you want some uh want and and you want music hey we we got the crossover radio um the crossover radio side as well too um so you can either go to cr crsports.org or i believe it is just crossover radio over radio.org i'm just double checking yeah, you can just go to crossoverradio.org and that'll take you to our site and you can listen into uh, listen into our music that we play in between shows. Sorry about that. Um, but listen, you guys, there, there's so much great content that we have. And with that said, we're getting into the great content right now as we will be talking some more college football. Alrighty, so as promised, we're going to talk some uh, Texas Tech, Oklahoma, um, that will be played at 11 o'clock in the morning. So it's an early, early game. So you can bet uh, Jalen Hurts going to have their guys locked and ready uh, to go on offense early, early, and Lincoln Riley is going to have the whole team ready and primed to go by that time as well too. So this is an interesting matchup for me between Matt Wells and Lincoln Riley because Matt Wells is kind of a defensive guy. So it's going to be interesting to see how he tries to attack Lincoln Riley's offense. Um, That's actually still killing it. Um, Charleston Rambo killing it on the receiving end. CD Lamb, you always have to dedicate two, two guys there because he can just make he's always open is what he is he's an always open receiver um so it'll be interesting to see how they uh try and cover the oklahoma receivers and while you're trying to do that you got to remember that oklahoma is still a really good running team um even with jalen hurts i mean jalen hurts is just dominating college football right now that that is a man that has one thing in mind and one thing only and that's getting through the schedule undefeated he, right now, his mind is on Texas Tech. He wants to beat Texas Tech. The next week, he wants to beat Kansas. Then the week after that, he wants to beat Texas. So, listen, guys, he's he's a man on a mission. And it is about one game at a time, and he will 
I, I believe he will be playing in the college football playoffs. And hopefully the first game is not against Alabama. Uh, if Alabama makes it, um, he's going to want everything. He's going to want to show Nick Saban, hey, look what you gave up. You haven't won anything with the other guy. Look what you gave up. You gave up a guy that's going to do everything in his power to win a national championship. And you put on a guy who hasn't won a national championship. So it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Um, it, it, it'll be an interesting quarterback matchup. I don't know who Texas Tech's starter is going to be because uh, I don't know their depth chart. But when we were talking about Oklahoma's offense, um, it, it's always and always will start with uh, – with Jalen Hurts, with how he runs it, um, he he's just got that going right now, and it's uh, it's just crazy to look at when you look at Oklahoma's offensive line. You thought it would be a major problem for Oklahoma, and it really hasn't slowed him down any. Um, it's just kind of been more of an annoyance than anything um, that that they've been giving up some plays and giving up some sacks that are that have been pretty not Bill Beatenbow esque of his offensive line, but you really saw him come together because I do believe that, uh, um, uh, UCLA has some players on their defensive line that, that will cause havoc. Now they don't play as a unit, they play individually. And so that's why they don't really, uh, get a lot of, uh, pressure on other quarterbacks, but listen, that's still a really good, those are some really good individuals on UCLA's defensive line. Um, this team, that team just got some confidence. So don't be surprised if you start seeing them turning around on the defensive side of the, of the ball as well. Um, over there in, uh, in, uh, LA, but back to Oklahoma, listen, it's still going to start with the defense. And I'm, I'm, I'm just going to tell you guys something. I think Alex Grinch has his secondary set. I think these are going to be the guys that we're going to roll with and we're going to cycle guys in that have experience and are going to be really good as well. So don't be surprised to see Jaden Davis get a lot of play time. They're going to try and pick on that guy. And I think he's going to go ahead and I, I think he's going to end up with a at least one interception. I think they're going to go to him early and I think he's going to get it early. And then I think they're going to turn their eye to Parnell Montley and they're going to test him because he has been the weakest defensive back uh he, he was the weakest defensive back that we had last year because everybody picked on him and they picked on him for a reason. You might see me in a Twitter spat with uh, R.J. Young. Uh, previously, it's because we don't we we disagree about Parnell Motley. So far, he's he's proved Parnell Motley has proved R.J. right, and he's a dominant corner. He's going to have to prove it in this game because it is Texas Tech. They are built to throw the ball. Now, however. Uh, they got a guy named Jackson uh, Tyner, who I think is going to be the starter. Um, from kind of my understanding, he's a transfer senior. I don't know if Duffy, uh, Jeff Duffy, is going to get the start, but if he gets the start, you can expect a lot of read option. You're going to see a lot of those guys on the defensive front for Oklahoma, who actually figured out how to play their gaps, how to play it well. They're getting Kenneth Mann back, so he's going to be in the rotation. So it's going to be interesting to see how Oklahoma's defensive line see how much pressure they cause during a read option kind of quarterback or or a quarterback that's going to be that can actually throw the ball accurately out of Jeff Duffy compared to a quarterback who can run but really isn't all that accurate out of uh, the UCLA quarterback it wasn't really a big test for him but they will figure it out Um, Oklahoma's had to play a lot of running quarterbacks up to this point so I think they'll be ready to go and they'll kind of have a better lock on it Um, but the main thing is going to be for Oklahoma 
is they've got to remember that this is a this is a pretty good unit on uh, the offensive line for Texas Tech. Listen, they've got um, I'm looking at their depth chart right now. They've got one, two, three seniors on this offensive line. They've got a sophomore at center, and they've got a, a true junior at right guard. So this this unit has seen a lot of football. They have been around for a minute, so it's going to be fun to watch that matchup, um, the offensive and defensive line there. Um, but listen, it, it's going to be all about that secondary. It, it always will be about that secondary. We want to see how good they're going to play. Now, um, Texas Tech does come in 2-1. and one. They have an awful loss to Arizona, who, who might rival the worst team in the Pac-12. Um, they, they'll be down there. Um, so it, it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, it, Texas Tech's offense is still going to is still something to you. You can't not just expect that you're going to go in there and win. These guys are good. Listen, uh, Cliff Kingsbury didn't just recruit a bunch of bums to come play for him. He's got some guys. Um, Matt Wells didn't just walk into an empty cupboard on offense. He did, however, walk into an empty cupboard on defense because they have been atrocious defensively, um, just kind of overall going back uh, going back to when they fired Mike Leach. I mean, they just haven't been very good. Um, and that's where I think Oklahoma is going to have the biggest mismatch advantage as far as Oklahoma's offense is that much better than everybody else's. Now, it will be interesting to see how, because uh, they also run kind of like, they run a 3-4 based on what I'm seeing on their scheme here. Um, they run a 3-4, so it's going to be interesting to see how our tackles play in this game because um, that's actually going to be the most important thing because they're going to be getting speed there off the edge. I know that our tackles are really big, and they're actually pretty athletic because Bill Bedenboe is really good at developing talent that way. But, it's again, it's going to come down to the offensive line playing smart, not getting key holds, not, not giving up not giving up stuff like that, but it's still going to be the power run. It's going to be the power counter, uh, the counter run that Oklahoma runs. And listen, I, I just don't – Oklahoma's a 27-point favorite. I think they won't cover it because I think it'll be something like 48-31. I think they get a, a, a late touchdown against the second unit because we, we've kind of put it in and it, it's about that time for it. Um it, the game, the score might be closer than what the game indicates. Like a 17-point win in this case is not a bad a, a bad margin of victory. Listen, Oklahoma is going to get a lot. It, it, we're going to find out about a lot about their defense real fast because uh, Texas Tech is good offensively. Um, and and it'll just be fun. It, it's going to be fun to watch. I mean, if you guys aren't going to watch this game, then I don't really understand what you're doing here. Because, uh, listen, the games are going to be fun. It's that kind of college football weekend. There's a lot of good games, despite what a lot of the uh, quote-unquote experts in Oklahoma think um, that produce their own shows. Um, it, it's going to be a good week of college football, um, and you guys should be definitely paying attention to it. I'm trying to pull up and see if SMP is up for 2019 offensively. It is not. Let me see. There is another one called FEI that I also follow. Um, this also goes a along with uh, SMP. It's one of the things that they use to kind of calculate it. Um, so no, they don't have anything out yet. 
um, on that. So I was just seeing if they did. Uh, kind of give you guys a better understanding of where Texas Tech is offensively. But they're still a good offense. You can't just look down on Texas Tech and go, ha, you guys suck this year. No. If you do that, you're going to lose the game. And I don't think Alex Grinch is going to do that. I don't think Lincoln Riley is going to do that. I don't think Jalen Hurts is going to allow that ha- uh, to happen. So um, I, I expect Oklahoma by 15, and that's what I'm going to – or 17, so that's what I'm going to go. I'm going to go with final score 48-17. I think Oklahoma wins. And um, with that, we're going to take a break. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, if you're listening on Crossover Radio, hey, I'll see you on the other side. If you're not, if you're on Spotify, Google uh, – Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, there, there's quite a few others that I could get into, but I'm not going to download the Crossover Radio, Crossover Radio Sports app. Go ahead and do that. Go go to uh, crsports.org if you're at work or uh, crossoverradio.org and listen to our great content that we have. So, guys, uh, this has been the Major League Podcast here on Crossover Radio Sports, Sports Talk with Purpose. I'll see you on the other side of the break. Thanks for listening in. Crossover Radio Sports. Sports talk with a purpose. No, this is not a tribute, and this is not the greatest show in the world. Actually, let me rephrase that. This is not a tribute because this is the best show in the world. And it's all because you guys, you guys help me out with that. Um, as, as you guys listen in, you continue listening in, you give me your feedback on it. I absolutely love it. Um, so this has been the Major League Podcast. Um, I welcome everybody that's listening in. Thanks for listening in. As we continue to talk some college football today, I know I say I talk all sports, every sports, uh, anytime, anywhere. Um, but we're doing something a little different. I'm, I'm trying a new format, and if you guys don't don't like it, then I don't know what to tell you guys. Sorry about that. I just blew a lot of your eardrums off. My bad. <laughs> Alrighty, so we're going to get into some of the uh, the Big 12 game of the week. Um, this is going to be the best game that I think is going to be in the Big 12. Um, as we go down to Waco, Texas, is Waco ho- or is uh, Baylor hosts 
Iowa State in a game that is going to be a toss-up of who might win. Um, Charlie Brewer, who's had a really, really good year up to this point, is going to be playing Brock Purdy, who's had not the best start for Iowa State, but I I think a lot of that is going to be on their offensive line. Um, Iowa State, who is a a two-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. Um, So, guys, this is going to be a good matchup. Um, Iowa State is still really good defensively. Um, Their offensive line got some confidence last week, and their depth got some confidence last week, which is something that we should all be scared of if you're in Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas, um, where Kansas State fan is Iowa State getting confidence. We don't want that in the conference because Iowa State is good enough talent-wise to beat anybody in this conference, as we found out um, in Oklahoma when we had Baker Mayfield in his Heisman Trophy winning year in the year that we should have beaten Georgia and gone and beaten Alabama in the national title game. Yeah, that's right. I did say all that. And yes, I do mean every word I said. So that that's just something that we, you you all you cannot count Iowa State out of any game with anybody. I mean, they had a chance to go back and win the game if they're block their downfield blocker doesn't run into their punt returner they have a chance to beat iowa on that um but listen iowa state's going to be really good this year um i picked them as my uh, big 12 number two and hey they still might have the chance to do that we never know we never know what's going on um on that front so as far as who they are, who who they'll be, and kind of the team that they'll develop into, heck, they could be the best team in the Big 12, and we just don't know it yet because we're judging them from one loss and from one win where they didn't look impressive. But um, I will say this about uh, Baylor: Baylor really hadn't played anybody for us to kind of get a good idea of who they are. But what they have done is with. Uh, Stephen F. Austin and with UTSA, they blew those teams out of the water. 17, 14, and 13 points they've given up so far. So they're giving up 14.7 points per game. They're averaging 46.7. They had a bad offensive day against Rice. They might have been looking ahead a little bit. Um, But listen, Baylor's going to be a good team too. Uh, This game's going to be on ESPN, and it's going to be played at 230. Uh, Like I said, Iowa State's a a two-and-a-half point favorite. The over-under is at 54-and-a-half. Listen, I expect this to be a really, really good game. This might even be a back-and-forth game to where it's going to come down. You look in the fourth quarter, and it is a close game where it's something like 28-24. It might be tied up. It might be something to where one team is like 31, the other team's 21, and then we see a flurry of points from the other team to come and tie it or even take the lead. It is going to be an awesome game to watch. And listen, you know Baylor's going to have that place packed, and that place is going to be loud because their team hasn't been 3-0 and and then had this much potential potential for a long long time so listen Baylor Iowa State is going to be a really fun game I'm going to take Iowa State since they are my preseason second team I'm going to take them in a win as far as something like oh let's go something like uh 30 38 35 last second field goal to to win Um, I'm going to take Iowa State to beat Baylor um, and then as we go down, um, this is really only the only other game. So I have two games of the week, really. And I'll kind of get into both of those games. And I'm not feeling too good about one of them, but I feel really good about the other one since game day's going there. Spoilers. 
trying to find it. There it is. Um, so I'm also going with uh, my actual game of the week. This is 1A. Um, Ohio State going to Lincoln, Nebraska to play Nebraska. This is going to be the ABC game at 630. Um, just, uh, Justin Fields is going to go play uh, go play Nebraska in a game that uh, the Power Football Index has uh, Ohio State is in basically a 90 point 90, 90% chance to win this game. Um, they're an 18 point favorite. The over under 66 and a half. Um, Ohio State, again, they haven't played anybody to make you feel warm and fuzzy about how they look defensively. Um, how they look offensively is just as good as Oklahoma has looked, if not better, at least from a passing standpoint. But listen, Ohio State's really, really good. And with that said, they struggled against Nebraska last year at home. So now they have to go to the road on a team against the team who just lost because they were probably looking at, or did they lose? Hold on before I say that. Or were they just kind of, they they struggled a little bit at Illinois. They, cut, they could have been looking ahead um, to Ohio State and saying, all right, we got them next week. Let's go in. Let's beat a terrible Illinois team. And that's probably what their mindset was. They're going to be locked in. Scott Frost is going to have them locked in on this game. And this game is probably going to be close going into halftime, but one thing that we always talk about in, in football is one thing you can't beat is talent and depth. And that's what Ohio State has, and that's what Nebraska doesn't. So don't don't be surprised to see this game close at half, and then Ohio State just start running away in the second half. That's kind of what I expect this to be. I expect it to be something like uh, 48-31, no, I already picked that. Uh, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna say 45-31. Uh, like I said, it's gonna be close. The score is gonna be closer than what the game probably looks like. Uh, kind of like one, what Oklahoma Oklahoma Texas Tech is gonna be is kind of how I see this game going as well. Ohio State is just vastly better than Nebraska at every level. Um, so it'll it'll be interesting to see how Scott Frost gets this team ready to go. So it's that uh, it's that in between. It's that. Uh, it's not, it's not the, uh, okay, well, we're just going to go in, we're going to play our best, and hopefully we get some points. It's going to be we're going to come into this game and we're going to win this game. Uh, it's going to be the mindset of Nebraska. Um, but listen, I, I don't have Nebraska win in this game, but I will not think any less of Nebraska because I, th- I expect them to look good in this game. Um, so that's Ohio State at Nebraska. I expect Ohio State to win, and I'm actually going to pick Ohio State to win. I'm going to go with that uh, 45-38. It might even be, or 41, sorry, goodness gracious, 45-31, kind of a late field goal makes it look look closer than what it really was. Um, It may even get something like 52-31, just somewhere in that kind of range. I don't expect Ohio State to cover. And then my second game that I have on here, I just kind of stumbled across it, and I didn't really, you know, kind of process what this game is, is, is Washington hosting... USC, USC, who has gotten some crazy amount of momentum. They, they definitely are not, not what you expect. Um, listen, they they lost in overtime at BYU. BYU, who is a darn good team. Um, they're three and one. They look really good. They just upset Utah on a Friday night. They've had an extra day to prepare for Washington. Washington, who just absolutely blew the doors off BYU. 
Um, this is going to be a 2:30 game on Fox. This following the Oklahoma game, Washington, if they are for real, if they are going to be that team that wins the Pac-12, I uh, I know a lot of you see me talking to a lot of people on Twitter, um, but this is actually one guy I'm going to get. On, I'm going to get him on the podcast. I will get him on here. We will talk Pac-12. I think the Pac-12 is better than what we all have been saying, um, and kind of what what we all expected. Um, but this guy's name is Andrew. Percival, uh, he does a lot of analytics. He does a lot of advanced anal- analytics, and a lot of them are kind of hard for me to understand. So this guy's really good at what he does. So I wouldn't be shocked to see Washington, if, if Washington wants to win this game, be the team out of the Pac-12, uh, be that team that when it comes down to Washington and Oregon, um, if they want to be that team, they got to win this game pretty convincingly to me if they want to get good good favor for the uh, playoff committee because the teams up top in the top ten, they're all going to end up cannibalizing themselves because when you look at it, it's primarily SEC teams, which is bull honky anyway. Don't, that, that's an that's a episode of the Major League podcast on its on its own, and, and it's, it's going to be one to where I get fiery, um, but we won't get into that right now. But uh, listen, if, if if Washington's for real, they win this game and they win it convincingly. Now, I don't think they will. I think it's going to be a game they struggle with because USC is playing with a lot of confidence. Yes, Washington is too, but the difference is Washington didn't have an embarrassing loss at home. Now, credit, there was like a five-hour lightning delay to where they probably should have just canceled the game or just moved it. Um, but Washington sitting at number 17 right now. USC sitting at 21. Um, and I'm actually just looking at the AP poll for the first time. Um, so if Washington wants to be for real, if they want to be that team that uh, catches up to Oregon in the rankings, um, Oregon who's sitting at 13 right now, if they want to catch up to these guys, they're going to have to play their best game of the year. Um, Because I think if Washington wins this game and they win it in convincing manner, I could see Washington jumping up to 11 or 10 or even into the top 10 um, if they pull out another performance like they did against BYU. Um, I kind of expect Washington to be that team out of the Pac-12 anyway. Um, I think Oregon is also that team. Um, Yeah, so uh, Washington just beat BYU uh, 45-19. They beat Hawaii 52-20. They lost to Cal 20-19, and I think that's going to be the game that kind of propels them because, like I said, I am not taking Cal in their game, so they're already going to move up one. Not a lot of teams above them are playing ranked teams, um, so I, I kind of expect them to kind of slingshot up. Um, in in your top ten, you have Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Auburn, Wisconsin, uh, Florida and Notre Dame. I do not believe Florida is a top 10 team. The fact they're ranked in the top 10 right now is just absolutely ridiculous to me. So I could definitely I could definitely see Washington being closer to a top 10 team if they just absolutely come in here and do their business and, and win this game because they have every opportunity to win this game. They're a 10-point favorite. The un- over-under is 59. Um, I would be really shocked if they don't win this game. So I'm going to pick them, and I'm going to pick them something along the lines of uh, 41-21. I think they'll double the uh, point, uh, the points there. Uh, but it's going to be a good game. Um, a lot of times you look at those and they're not really, but we'll see a lot that they got kind of more of a bend-don't-break defense compared to a uh, 
uh, traditional what we normally have been seeing out of a uh, Chris Peterson offense or defense to where they're just really stout and really good. Um, I don't think this is going to be the best version of the Pac-12's Washington, but um, right now it's Washington and Oregon. Um, but Washington's got to win this game convincingly, in my mind. And a 41-21 win, I think, would do it for the committee to be a, the committee, the voters. I think they would all see that and they'd recognize that the AP voters typically overvote. Heck, the AP voters didn't even have Oklahoma in the top in their top 25. One of the voters. So we can't really take this into consideration. So, um, guys, this has been the Major League Podcast. This has been my game of the weeks. Um, when we come back, we'll talk. Uh, we'll talk the NFL. Uh, we'll talk the NFL Thursday night game. Uh, I'll kind of give you guys my preview on that, and then however much time I have left after that, we will talk um, track and field. Uh, world championships coming up. So, guys, this has been the Major League Podcast. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Thanks for listening in, as always. And I will see you all on the other side. Hey guys, so actually I just realized I am over on time. So we will uh, talk, we will recap Thursday night football. This has been uh, the Major League Podcast here on Crossover Radio Sports, Sports Talk with Purpose. Thanks for listening in. Definitely give me your comments and your feedback here on Twitter at JakeMajor25. Thanks for listening, guys.